Hey everybody, welcome to episode 80 of the Is That Normal podcast, and uh, where we just talk about influencing young people to follow Christ. That's right, and, and so I want to start out today talking about a great influencing tool that I has become my go-to uh, thing to, uh, to lead youth group, which is the Grow Games and Icebreaker app. So Grow is this uh, company that makes curriculum and other supplemental things for youth ministry. And they've got this app that is like, I wish I've had this my whole time <laughs> doing youth ministry because it makes things so easy. It's uh, It's got all of the key ingredients for creating chaos in the midst of a bunch of young people, which you know yes. is like one of the key ingredients for a good youth ministry, it, right? It is. Yes. It, so so I wondered if maybe you had some some favorite chaotic moments man. of youth ministry yeah. from over the years. Boy, so. boy, there's there's been there's been some uh, crazy ones. Um, probably, you know, some of the most chaotic moments were were back in the day before we were banned from ever playing communist church inside the building again um, <laughs> due to due to the amount of property destruction that, that yes, happened but yes. there were some some, some that have not been of, disclosed and I'm not sure right. the statute have <laughs> ran right. on that so careful that's right <laughs> um, you know retrie- retrieving children off of roof roofs and from other <laughs> various places uh, and, and then you know really just on a weekly basis uh, when, anytime Brett Schwenke is in charge of running a game. Yes. Um, you know, the if you don't know Brett, Brett yeah. is the child of <clears throat> Kyle Schwenke. And when he's on stage doing something like that, it becomes evident. Like Brett, Brett is so much fun and he just knows how to roll with the flow and you just never know what's going to happen or what's going to come out of his mouth. And so yes. it's always chaotic and it's always entertaining. It it's one of my favorite parts of the week. So cool. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, so so this app has everything ready for you at a touch of a button. It's pretty cool. So it's got all sorts of, you know, games and it's got these filters. So, you know, like you I want a game with no prep, maximum chaos and lots of mess. You know, I mean, like you can pick all these categories. And so it's really cool. Uh, it also has all the tools you need. So it's got built in timers and random number generators. But then one of the coolest thing that it has is this icebreaker function. So one of the tabs says icebreaker. So you, so you click it. And then you click break the ice and it randomizes things like uh, agree, disagree, Mm. discussions, bad dad jokes, and then my favorite, would you rathers, right? So I thought we'd start off today by playing a would you rather. So here you go, Randall. Would you rather have only telescopes for eyes or only microscopes for eyes? Wow. Um, hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go microscopes. Wow. Okay. Um, because because I think at telescopes, like I mean, you're only you're only going to be able to see like things super super far away. Yeah. I mean, it may be more disturbing to have microscopes for eyes to see what's actually <laughs> like crawling around us. But <laughs> yes, yes, the microscopic world is a little grotesque, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, I I think I agree. I, I'm probably a microscope guy too. I, I'm a I want to know how things work. Yeah. I want to get down the, you know, the details. So yeah, so microscopes are better so, for that. Telescopes. So I could literally look. I could see the, you know, whatever's crawling on your skin right now. That's absolutely great. Yes. Or in your beard or your hair or whatever. <laughs> what I had for dinner. You could do is, a lice, instant lice check. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have to get any closer. <laughs> That's good. I like that. So, so today, as we kind of lead out of that, 
uh, beautiful mental picture that we just created. Um, you know, we want to talk about some things today because in our world, it, it is so important to have the right lens to, to look at things through. Uh, because if we get focused on the wrong things, it can be dangerous for us. And, and we see temptations for that all over the place. And yeah. so, so today we want to talk to our parents and concerned adults about how we help our children have the right worldview. Well, welcome back to the Is That Normal podcast. And if you if you haven't already followed us on on the socials, um, <laughs> we encourage you to do that. And um, we we would love to hear from you. Com- whether that's through comment or there's email, there's there's tons of ways to reach out to us, and, and we would just love to interact with you. Yes. Um, hear your thoughts and your questions, and um, just just make this a conversation. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, so so earlier you said that we were going to talk about worldviews today. So maybe let's start with kind of how would you define a worldview? Yeah. So so the worldview is simply the lens through which you see the world around you. You know how you interpret things, how you make decisions, how you. Uh, how, how you you uh, yeah how you see the the things for the way that they are and is the framework by which we interpret situations so 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 whatever we face uh, it, it's about our core beliefs and how those impact what uh, we're going to do based upon whatever all options are uh, available to us each day and so it helps us make decisions form relationships and ultimately it helps you determine what you believe which yeah. is really important yeah yeah so yeah. so how do you know if you have a worldview so you uh you take these two fingers and you put it right here and you see if you can feel a pulse and if you can then you probably have a worldview because uh, really truthfully every one of us has to have a worldview some of us are intentional about it some of us yeah. might have thought about it some of us have never thought about it but that doesn't mean you don't have one you because you have a framework through which you yeah. Make every decision, and and through which you decide what you ultimately are going to believe, and that yeah. is your worldview. So, so how do we examine and maybe figure out what kind of what our worldview is? Yeah, I think is a process uh, because because since we live in a world where there's a lot of different ways that people look at things like this, um, we're going to be influenced by multiple worldviews, and yeah. so so for us to kind of uh, unlayer that and pull that apart for ourselves, you know, it's going to help have us understanding what some of those common worldviews are, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then evaluating what our views are on several key topics, and so so every worldview, again, whether they know it or not, um, I would say answers or deals with six kind of key things and so uh, so i'll list them off real quick and then we'll come okay. back and talk about them so so it it's you know what what you believe about god what you believe about humanity people what you believe about salvation like like how how do we make things right in the world what 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 do you believe about authority who's mm-hmm. in charge what you believe about time what what it's for how, how how it operates and what you believe about jesus which is he is god but but he's a particularly uh divisive part of God that that we have to come to terms with what we believe about him so you know so and in that again you know every every worldview whether they know it or not has a belief about that so you say well how can it be about God and Jesus what about atheists well atheists have a viewpoint Mm -hmm. you know so an atheist doesn't believe in God so so but that 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 is the framework which, which they make decisions they, they choose to believe that there isn't a God or there isn't a creator. And so that informs how they operate and how they believe about certain things. And so, you know, yeah. you jump to the other end of that scale. And so what do they believe about Jesus? Well, you know, certain types of atheists might believe that he's a fiction and certain type of atheists might believe he was just a good man and a good teacher and yeah. we should follow his teachings, but he wasn't anything supernatural, you know, but, but then you go, 
the other side of some worldviews, and you know, you've got Christianity, which uh, you know obviously holds that God is the creator of the universe and that mm-hmm. He exists eternally, you know, in three parts as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And uh, but there's other belief systems that also believe in God. Um, I mean, Hindus believe in God. Yeah, they just don't believe in the same God we believe in. They actually believe in multiple gods. Uh, you know, you go back to Greek and Romans. You know, they believe in this pantheon of of Zeus and yeah. Artemis and all of these kind of uh, kind of pieces of different types of gods. So so all of those worldviews inform how, how you're going to make decisions. Uh, Humanity is a big one. Yeah. You know, are people, Randall, are people basically good or basically bad? Like that's that's a that's a big yeah. question. And your worldview is going to impact how you answer that yeah. question. Um, yeah. And there's there's so many different things that that affect what our worldview is. I mean, I know you mentioned some of the outside factors and I know, um, you know, our upbringing or our, our, our past or our yeah. stories heavily influence that even, like you said, whether we, whether we know it or not. So, yes. yes. So, so with all of these different worldviews, you know, you, you just, you mentioned, you kind of just scratch the surface. Oh, there's, yeah. you know, there's, yeah, there's tons yeah. of them, but, mm-hmm. um, how do, how do we make sure that our families have the right one? Yeah, I mean, first of all, you know, you kind of got to have 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 a handle on, on 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 what the different types of worldviews are. So I say there's really three big camps of worldviews. Okay, so so there's the theistic worldviews, which you know, so that that's Christianity and that's uh, that's Islam, that's Hinduism, mm-hmm. Buddhism, and so 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 you have to help them discern how we figure out who the right God is, and yeah. so so in that there's there's different beliefs in that. So how do we determine who the right God is? So that that's one area that we've got to answer the question. And the other, uh, another one of the big camps of worldviews is what I would call the naturalist worldview, which mm-hmm. I really probably up until recently has been one of the biggest influencers for the last couple centuries. Uh, you know, so that's the Darwinistic evolutionary mm-hmm. theology of, you know, that we came from soup and yeah. you know, we, we, we form crawled ourselves out of the, the mire and, yeah. you know, and we, we were the strongest sludge, so we survived. <laughs> and, you know, so... Um, you know, but you take that beyond that, it, it really comes down to that we're nothing more than animals. Yeah. And that's really what a naturalist viewpoint is. And, and probably the biggest impact I see on a daily basis still how that influences us is uh, the sexual revolution. Yeah. Because uh, that, that in itself is a worldview. Because how many, how many times do you watch any sort of media where, um, where sex isn't portrayed as like the ultimate goal of relationships? Mm-hmm. And, and as that being the ultimate goal, it goes back to that sexual revolution. There, there's nothing about um, the spiritual, religious, social commitment type of parts of what relationships should be. And that's all influenced by a naturalistic worldview. And yeah. so, again, we're, we're all influenced by that mm-hmm. uh, in our culture today. And then the third big camp of that is um, is the modern, postmodern, which are terms you've probably mm-hmm. heard. But really, that's a humanistic worldview, which is that my reason and my opinion is is ultimate and and so that kind of leads me to like you know so how do you sort through all that yeah well well it comes down to an issue of authority i mean if you think through all of those worldviews it's it's all about authority I, you know so when i make a decision i make a decision based on some authority so so what authority is that is that the authority of scientific evidence is that the authority of myself and my personal opinion and what I want? Yeah. Uh, or is that, you know, the influence of uh, some religious idea or, or some, some desire to, um, you know, follow what 
what I think God has told me to do. And so, so all of those are, are different types of authority. And, and I know probably if we were honest, like every time I make a decision, it might be kind of like a, a wheel of fortune. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, I pick this authority sometimes and yeah. I pick this authority sometimes. Yeah. And, and so that's part of why this is so important for us to talk about because we want to have like a, a purity, I think, yeah. in, in the right worldview. So, so yeah. along those lines, as we, as we kind of try to sort this out and, and, understand how do we how do we help our family have the right worldview um something that i know a, a lot of people maybe have different very different thoughts on um is how do we navigate you know like for your children how much do you talk about what those other worldviews mm-hmm. are versus you know isolating and maybe you know I know some people want to want to kind of shield their children and only say this is this is the only worldview and really not expose them to others and others yeah. feel like that that they maybe they should and so how do you balance that? Yeah, you know I think um, I would kick back just a little bit to you know some things we've talked about in educational philosophy because you know that's going to be different in different stages in a kid's development so you know so if you're talking about younger kids yeah you know just like in younger kids we want to give them rote memory type of teaching because they're sponges and we want to yeah. fill them with with the correct information you know when kids are younger we don't need to say well here's buddha and here's Zeus and here's jesus <laughs> yeah. you know you pick which one you like i mean we yeah. right <laughs> we don't want to do that. That's not what we want to do. We want sure. we want to teach them truth at a, at, a, at a level where they can understand it. Tell them the the history of of Christianity. Tell them the history of the Bible. You know, so, you know, yeah. Introduce them to the the characters of God and and all the people in His story. And and so so we do that at a young age. But but you know somewhere you know in the beginning of teenage years, which is you know we we aim at those you know teenage and young adult yeah. uh, age groups as far as some of the information mm-hmm. we're sharing you've got to talk to them about these other worldviews because if you don't they're going to get influenced by them whether you whether you like it or whether they know yeah. it or not and so we better start talking about it so you know one of the things i'm excited about is uh, in a couple of weeks uh at our, at our church with our mm-hmm. high school group we're going to start a little series on worldview and so if you are a part of our church or you're in our area and you've got a child or grandchild or a niece or a nephew who's in, in the high school age, we challenge you to send them here starting yeah. December 1st. We're going to do it for three Wednesdays because I think it's just so important for us to talk about that. And so you as a parent or a concerned adult in that, you know, one of the first things you can do if they're coming to our series, start asking them on, on Wednesday night or Thursday morning, you know, hey, what did you learn about? Yeah. You know, hey, what, what, what were some of the things that stood out to you? And begin just begin a conversation and listen to what they have to say. Uh, because I think my next point in that is is that we don't want at that stage to be as much about indoctrination as we is are in helping them explore what all the different ideas mm-hmm. are to discern what is absolutely true. Yeah. And there's so, so many good ways to, to, to talk about all that and try to point out to them how some of these other worldviews are so flawed. Yeah, but we've got to let them figure some of that out as we have a discussion yeah. with them. Yeah, and I so, and I yeah. think that's important because I think I think there can be a fear there of like exposing exposing them to other worldviews and and the fear that that's the they're going to choose that or go that that direction. But but there's there's a danger, like you said, in not doing that because they're going to be influenced one way or the other. And so you know, there's also going to, we've talked about in some of our other episodes. There's also that point where you know, they kind of leave the nest, whether that's going to college or going, you yeah. know, to kind of out into the real world where, where 
they're going to be exposed to it. And so, you know, better to, to be able to, to do that in that controlled environment yeah. and help them understand and process, process those things ahead before that time comes. Yeah. You know, and I know for us, a, a great uh, tool or habit that we've used is just trying to identify worldview moments and things that we experience throughout the day. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's watching a movie or a TV show, uh, whether it's the meme that they're wanting to show you that stood out to them today, um, you know, whether it's, you know, conversations they're reflecting to you that they have with their friends um, or, or, you know, hopefully questions they're asking you about, you know, what, what to believe about different aspects yeah. of life. You know, as, as you go through those, I think it's good to point out and say, well, you know, you know where that comes from or, or you know what that yeah. belief, what's behind that, that statement or that belief or that opinion. Well, well it's this type of a worldview. And, and as we can help them start identifying that, that's how they're going to be able to solidify their their own worldview and figure out what the correct worldview is. As they start seeing the flaws of these of these other mm-hmm. worldviews that are informing things that that stand out to them in, yeah. in their life and things that maybe don't feel right to them. Yeah. But it, but it helps them have some some teeth and to figure out how to figure yeah. that out. So and yeah. and and I would offer. I mean, even though it may be scary, if they're asking those questions, if they're if they're thinking about those things, even if they're difficult questions or maybe you feel like they're, <laughs> you know, they don't, yeah. maybe don't have it all grasped yeah. yet. Um, that, that's a healthy thing. Yeah. I mean, I think as parents, sometimes the fear, like if they come and they say, yeah, I was wondering about this thing or what's Wicca or, I mean, yeah. they start asking these questions like that and you're like, oh no, yeah. you know, you're like, you're panicked, like <laughs> we're losing them, you know, but, but really if, if they feel safe enough to come ask you that question, they're yeah. trying to figure this out. And that's good. Absolutely. And yeah. so, so yeah, so we need to, to not panic. We need to lean in. We need to listen. But we need to give them, start giving them tools yeah. to discern those things. And, and maybe one of the best tools is simply for us to begin sharing why we hold the worldview we do. Yeah. And so, so I, I've really tried, especially with my older children, to get away from saying, well, this is the right thing to believe. I, I, I start saying, this is what I believe and why. And, and because... While I do believe this is the right way to believe, yeah. and, and I can back that up, they have to decide that. Yeah. I can't make them decide that. I can't tell them they have to because I want them to. They need to. And so I want to want them to see my pathway to get to what I have believed. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe share share some resources or some yeah some things yeah that, so so that yeah so if, you, if you're you know out there going wow this is really interesting or wow we don't quite get it yet you know I, i'd really challenge you to research and, and and dig into this and and there's lots of great things out there there's lots of great books on it but but two just real quick easy places that, that i would send people focus on the family uh has some great tools that they have put together uh to help uh to help uh, parents and adults talk to young people about worldview. And so uh, so I'll put a link in our mm-hmm. notes to that. And so they got two particular resources. One's kind of like a little study session that maybe you want to do as a family. Yeah. And, and the other's uh, just a, a set of videos that you can watch or you can have your kids watch uh, that I think are really helpful. I have some of the best minds in Christian thought uh, involved in them and just helping understand some of these things. And then Sean McDowell uh, has a website, which we'll, we'll put out there. And he is a uh, uh, just really got tons and tons of great resources about why we believe what we believe as Christians and and what some of the things the world believes that are that are you know flawed and why they're flawed and he just has lots of articles and videos and just all sorts of material and so I mean you could just dig for hours through that uh, but also the great thing about that is is if your children have a particular question you can go to his website and search that topic 
and you'll most likely find some good content to help you out with that. So, great. so those would yeah. be two great places to start. Yeah, that's super helpful. So as we wrap up today, our two takeaways. The first is to maybe do some research, maybe check out those resources that you talked about and, and some soul searching and, and maybe just stop. For some of us, maybe we've never actually stopped and thought about what what is my worldview? What what do I believe and why do I believe that? Right. Um, so maybe take some time to, to do that so that so that maybe when those opportunities for conversations come up um, with your kids, you know, you can share that. This is why I believe what I believe. Right. And and then the second thing is to, to create and look for those opportunities to have those conversations with your kids. And, um, you know, don't don't be afraid. Don't nope. be afraid to for right. them to ask questions no. and to ask them that's questions. That's a good place. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Be, Be abnormal. abnormal.